Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. Uh, it is just me uh, on another, uh, what do you call it, a, um, uh, a placeholder. Basically, I'm doing this episode to make sure people know that I am still alive, that this podcast is not going away. Uh, but as I've mentioned before, the summer is a bit of a hiatus. It's infrequent. Um, but now we're coming close, believe it or not, to the end of summer, as hard as that is believe, uh, to believe. But it is coming. And, well, what else can I really say? Um, in the world of sports, really, the story has been... You know, it's funny. After I had made that, uh, the previous podcast about how <laughs> the Mets have broken my heart this year... They turned around, you know, every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Uh, They go and do something crazy that makes me fall back in love with them. The Mets went on a terrific run, especially uh, a weekend series against the Washington Nationals at home. Basically, they needed to return home. The Mets play uh, more home games than road games uh, in the second half of the season. But um, after, after that White Sox series, and then they went home to the Nationals, they were on on a seven-game winning streak, then an eight-game winning streak uh, to get back into the play, into playoff contention in the wild card. I I couldn't. I was beside myself. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I will not lie. Um, on that Friday night game in which they came back to win uh, uh, and scored six runs in the was it six? No, seven. Seven runs in the. Uh, not seven runs. What am I talking about? Uh, you have four runs in the bottom of the ninth um, to win seven six. Uh, I cried. I, I will not. I will not lie. I cried. I, I was over emotional because I didn't think that it could happen, and I didn't think that they would do that. Um, it felt, you know, and everybody had been talking up to up to that point. That was a playoff series like that. Basically, the idea was, you know, playoffs begin on that night. Like, the, now you're playing over, not only just over 500 teams, teams in playoff con- contention. So, now you're getting the real thing, and how do you respond? And, well, on that weekend series, the Mets did two out of three. Then, unfortunately, they went to Atlanta, and they lost two games out of three. However, they did not get swept, and their offense showed up on that last night. But still, um, what has brought me back down to earth and kind of, uh, made me feel a bit of an equilibrium was the fact that they uh, they won that final game of the series because um, it went from highest to highs to lowest to lows. So after a seven-game winning streak and then eight-game winning streak, they were on a three-game losing streak. Um, so we'll see. I mean, look, they're nine games out in the East and the wild card. They're about you know they're two games out of the final of the second wild card spot. So. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of stuff still left to do, but you know we'll see what will happen. 
still a lot of time left, at least six weeks left. Um, but also what has happened since the, since the all-star break is the, um, the return and the rise of, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., the spectacular shortstop. I mean, San Diego, if you want to, if you want to look for a team on the rise, not just this year, but uh, really more so not this year, but in soon to be years, uh, it has to be San Diego Padres, um, Fernando Tatis Jr. I, I mean, He'd been coming on really strong to the point where he was actually legitimately into the conversation for NL Rookie of the Year, which is really hard to say because um, offensively, Pete Pete Alonso is rewriting the uh, rookie um, offensive stats. Um, he's tied now for the most home runs uh, by a rookie in a rookie season, currently at 39. This is being recorded on Friday, August 16th. Um, and But, you know, the defense of Tatis has been coming on and his bat, um, and to the point where Pete now is a bit of a toss-up. But now news comes down the pike that Fernando Tatis Jr. is likely to be out from a stress... Uh, uh, it's it's not a it's not a fracture of some it's it's a pull it's basically like a um i can't really quite say let me see if i can see it real quick but yeah so fernando tatis junior is likely to be out for the rest of the season with a lower back injury um here it is uh it's a back issue um it's, a, it's some kind of strain, uh, but apparently it's a bad one. So he will be out, which also kind of gives the idea that, you know, hey, maybe uh, maybe uh, Pete Alonso will win uh, National League Rookie of the Year. But we'll see. I mean, look, the, I'm not going to make a statement the Mets will make the playoffs because they also lost for a couple days uh, Jeff McNeil the uh, in contention for a, uh, a batting title. Um to a uh, hamstring injury. So, look, there's a lot that can still happen. Nothing's nothing's done yet. But, you know, uh, as the office meme says, you know, make no question about it. I'm ready to be hurt again, and I, I've, I'm, I'm definitely ready to be hurt again. So we'll see how this goes um, for that. But aside from baseball, I mean, the, the Mets were the, are the biggest story um, far and away, and that's still with, you know, Minnesota and Cleveland battling the NL Central. Right now, uh, as of this recording, Minnesota's a half game up over Cleveland. Cleveland went into Minnesota and uh, ransacked them pretty good. Um, so uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a race to watch. I mean, all the other races are pretty much... It really is the wild card. Uh, both wild cards... Uh, Oakland on the outside, and so is Oakland on the outside looking in at Tampa and Cleveland by about a uh, game to two games. Um, and I've mentioned the National League. I mean, I mean the wild card National League is crazy. Like, I mean, there's Arizona, the Giants, the Mets, Milwaukee, the Phillies trying to catch up with either the Cubs or the Cardinals, depending on who wins the Central. I mean, that is a, a story to the NL Central as well. Um the Brewers, the Cardinals, and the Cubs are all within a game of each other and in some cases tied. Um, and I, the, I mean, Atlanta's up by five and a half over the Nationals. 
The Mets are out nine games, Phillies eight games, but uh, it's really hard to say that the um, any of those teams will, will take on the uh, Braves and beat them. So we'll see. Other than that, it's just sort of milestones. Like, what are we going to see? Um, is Yelich or Bellinger going to win the NL um, MVP? Uh, Trout seems to be a lock because um, there's nobody else who offensively has really jumped out. I mean, everybody in the American League is so evenly stacked. Like, there's no one player on the Yankees that is far and away making the difference. It's a collection of those. So, I mean, you have to give it to Trout uh, as of this current. And then you, you might also try to think about the uh, Cy Youngs. But, I mean, we, we still got another month plus. We'll have to see how that works out. Um, but what has been happening now is that we've, we're on to football. Uh, we're on to the preseason. We've had at least, well, technically it's preseason week three. Although preseason week one, quote-unquote, technically is, uh, was the Hall of Fame game. Uh, the Falcons and the uh, the Broncos, which was showcased, which also helped showcase. And you've seen it a couple times so far in the um, in the early going is the pass is the challenging of the pass interference calls, which I, I feel have been have been fine. I mean, they're being done on pretty blatant ones or ones that didn't get called at least to review. It's fine. It's a judge. Everything's a judgment call. The same thing with you know, challenging ruling of a fumble on the field. And it, it, quite frankly, that's something that can be challenged. I, I'd rather them challenge that. How about every turnover, which they do, every turnover gets challenged, not by a coach, but save the coach's challenge for something like a spot marker on the field or you know, uh, a judgment call like. Pass interference. I don't have a problem with it. Plus, we've opened the Pandora's box. It's not getting. They're not. It's not going to change. We're not going back to that. So, um, a couple injuries have hit though. Derwin James, uh, All Pro safety for the Chargers, he's down, which likely with a broke with a fractured foot, which is likely going to hamper um, the Chargers, who have a legitimate shot um, in the West and in the AFC considering um Avery Williamson for the Jets has already gone down with the tour in ACL so that's fantastic news for Jet fans um I still don't like the uniforms they don't look good I'm sorry I mean sure will will my opinion change if they're 10 and 6 sure but let's get to 10 and 6 and until that happens not much has really uh really changed and of course, the saga of Antonio Brown, which you've heard about a thousand times now. But I mean, <laughs> uh, this is a guy. I mean, you can't. What are you doing? First, it's you know not wearing proper footwear in cryotherapy. If you're not familiar with cryotherapy, you go into it. MMA fighters swear by it. The whole idea is your body it you you put into basically a think of a meat locker and drop it even colder into into a small room like that with like barely anything on shuts down your um, extremities that are not considered vital by your body so all your blood kind of whoop leaves go back to protect the important stuff your heart your intestines all that other stuff and then after a little while you come out of it and then the blood's supposed to go back into your veins and while it's on its way back the uh, you know 
what they say as they the blood goes back they go oh look here's something that needs our attention this is a sore muscle oh this is a strain let's go back and let's hit that we didn't see that because we were so far in his arm we didn't see it so depending on how you view that you either swear by it or it's a a a bunch of quack um well, he does that, and he doesn't wear the proper footwear, and he's walking around, dun, 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 all of a sudden blisters and extreme frostbite, and if you've watched any of uh, any of Hard Knocks, you've seen the bottom of his foot, or even if you've been on, online on Instagram, you've seen the bottom of his foot. Um, it kind of almost, almost reminds me, if you've ever eaten a Klondike bar, and you bite it, and oh, look, this whole, whole piece of chocolate just kind of shaved off. Well, they have the bottom of his foot. <clears throat> And then, of course, if it wasn't that, it was his helmet issue. He wanted to wear his old helmet, but, you know, the NFL is like, wow, the brain injuries are a real thing. Okay, uh, only you only have you can only wear a model, a certain model for 10 years. I mean, for a long time, Tom Brady wore that same sort of helmet, like just, you know, just round, a round helmet. But his grace period was up. He had to get a new helmet, and his new grace period is up, and now he has to wear a new helmet, so... Uh, but Antonio Brown is apparently back on the scene in that. Um, and uh, so there you go. So we'll have a full breakdown of the new coaches in the NFL uh, along uh, next on our next episode. We'll also have a breakdown of um, surprise teams and uh, preseason uh, uh, thoughts and opinions along with some fantasy football. I'm going to say this right now, speaking of fantasy, uh, we will be having, uh, for those of you who are not aware, we will be having the Everyman Sports Podcast uh, Fantasy Football League yet again this season. Uh, this might be news to some of you listeners who are in the league uh, because I have not been very forward in putting the stuff out there. Um, but it's summertime and going on trips. and uh, Right now, and again, with the Mets being as successful as they have in these last couple weeks, Football's kind of been on the back burner, um, if if that if that could be a thing, but it is. So we'll be getting back to that. So never fear, uh, Everyman Sports Podcast Fantasy Football League will be up again. If you are interested, please contact uh, us uh, 626-427-7678, 626-427-7678. Um, and across social media, and also emailing us, uh, everymansports at gmail.com. We'll, we'll get you in the league. If not this year, then uh, maybe next year. But speaking of fantasy football, uh, it hurts me to say this, um, because I'm also an avid player of uh, Madden Mobile. Not Madden on, on a console, but Madden Mobile. You know, Think of me as you will. Uh, I'm not really hurt or... I don't really care. <laughs> um, but the cover athlete is pa- uh, Patrick Mahomes. And if you are an avid listener, you do know my stance on the um, the matted curse, which I do believe in. And I, I feel very, um, I feel like there's enough evidence. And so call it a, a hot take, call it just an incredible take in, in general. Uh, as much as it hurts me to say this, Patrick Mahomes. And I like Pat, I like Mahomes. I mean, he's... He's awesome. He reps a Met jersey after his dad's Met jersey after every game, pretty much. Um, he's awesome, and I, I I cannot pick him. I can I cannot go with 
Mahomes, and I'm going to say it right now. It hurts me to say it, but the Madden, the Madden curse will strike him. Um, I, I mean, it can hurt, happen in a lot of ways. It can be performance-based or it can be uh, injury-based. We'll see. Um, I, I, it's it's kind of hard for him to fall off uh, performance-wise, which makes me, and of course I'm knocking on wood, you know, I'm crossing my fingers to say it, but it almost seems likely maybe an injury is going to come. And, and you can't be too surprised. I mean, this is a guy who's, I mean, he, he's, he, the football field is like a circus for him. Um, the way he throws with the opposite arm, the way he, sh- uh, you know, uh, throws, just, yeah, just all of it. He just sh- uh, tosses the ball with opposite hands and under over it. He, he's a magician out there. And so it hurts me to say that, but I, I don't see him falling back on his performance. That was a pretty incredible season. Um, so that makes me think that it might be uh, might be injury-based, but I hope not. Uh, moving over to basketball really quickly. Nobody wants to play in uh, for Team USA. I, I don't know. Can, can I say that, uh, that it doesn't matter? But at the same time, it does. See, the whole thing with these um, World Cups are... There's no, you're playing for honor your country, and we know how, you know, with the current administration and the uh, climate uh, politically and also just, uh, what do you want to call it, Um, uh, just patriotism in general, which is fine. Everybody has their own right to feel the way they do. I I don't blame them, but it's also money-based. Like, why am I going to play for this? What's in it for me? A medal? Okay. You know, I can go out and buy medals is what I'm... What what the thought process could also be. But also when you... You know, in the NBA, it's... Who's playing? I want to play with them. Oh, they're not playing? Well, then I'm not playing. Why why would I play? This has happened before. Uh, You know, don't forget, uh, only a couple years ago, was was Team USA called uh, the Redeem Team? You know, because after the Dream Team of 92, things kind of fell off. You know, players, either they either the best players weren't playing or their just heart wasn't in it. So it, it this might have to happen in general. This might just be the cycle. Hey, we're so psyched to play. We win. Okay. All right, we're done. Oh, why are we playing now? This is, hey, wait. Why do we keep losing to all these countries no wait wait all right all right you know what we're gonna play we're gonna bring the gold back to the usa okay great great and it's just gonna cycle through again you know in about another four game cycle uh i predict the (laughs) the men's basketball team will win gold at least one of the next four i mean uh with summer olympics i know that's a really really hot take there you know wow that's shocking but you know that's what i think is going to happen I think it's going to happen after they don't qualify for a medal. I'll say that. I, I, I'll make this prediction. In the next two Olympic Games, they won't uh, make a medal. So put that put that away for eight years from now. Let's put that in a box and open that back up later to hit that up. But um, the Marcus Cousins, he's down, uh, torn ACL. Uh, so, and I think this is the second one. I think it's on the opposite leg or the same. I forget which. But he's down. He's gone. Uh, the new Lakers signing, because that's pretty much all they could sign after they spent all the money both on LeBron and AD. 
and he was kind of be like, well, we'll bring him in. He, he provides a um, he provides a veteran leadership, and but nope, he's gone. So there you have that. Uh, I will be attending uh, tomorrow night's um, MS, MLS game for uh, uh, the uh, the Red Bulls versus uh, New England Revolution. So that'll be that'll be fun. Looking forward to that. Um, yeah, so that's good. And that's about it. Like I said, we're going to be having a full breakdown of the upcoming NFL season. It's good to watch a little football. Um, but I'm, so, I'm I personally am still in on baseball. And I think a lot of people are. Uh, oh, the other thing with football, of course, is the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, Jerry, this is what happens when you not only own the team, but you decide, I don't need a middleman. I'll be my own general manager. I've been watching these great series. It's from uh, SB Nation. It's called Collapse. And they go through, you know, history, yeah, granted in the last, like, uh, 20, 30 years, and going back and look at specific uh, athletes uh, in individual sport and then um, specific teams and their sport and their their franchises and how they were at the at the peak and then how it just went down and one of the ones that they do is with the Cowboys post uh, Super Bowl 30. Well, they were set up for at least that they were set up for more runs but injuries and contracts and bad decisions and how it all leads down to Chan Gailey being your head coach. So stuff like that. Um but I mean this is it might just be happening again. So Ezekiel he's hanging out in Mexico cuz he wants he want he's pulling a levy on Bell. Rightly so. Look, in a league of running backs where you want a lot of money or you or you feel you just sign for whatever you can get and then you're gone in 2 years or you, your skills are dimin- dis- diminished because you're getting pancaked every you know every other down. I don't blame you. You know, worked for Le'Veon Bell, he got a great contract. Um and now Ezekiel Elliott wants it. Look, Zeke is talented, and he's going to play a waiting game. Um, but we'll see. But now, Dak Prescott, with him out of the way, is saying, all right, well, let's do an extension. He wants $40 million a year. When the Cowboys start off with a 30, all right, we'll, we'll give you, how about 30? Like, no, nah, I want 40. Oh, boy. Um, I don't think Dak is, is, is quite worth that. And... I mean, Jerry is somebody, he, he's more willing to spend money on the defensive side of the ball, you know, the, than, I mean, look, he, he was able to do, see, the problem with, with Jerry is he's got the idea, he can take an undrafted quarterback and turn, turn it into a franchise uh, saver. Look, Tony Romo, no matter what you say about him uh, as a player, he went from undrafted and he started, uh, he was the most successful Cowboys quarterback. Uh, granted, it's in an inflated offensive um, era that he played in. And he doesn't have any rings, but he has all the t- touchdowns and yards and all that stuff. But still, in this day and age, you can do that. You can take somebody, you know, I mean, for heaven's sake, the person I disliked the most in the NFL, he was, what, a sixth round? Is like... Picked in the 200s, and there he is. Anyway, so let's get on to happier stuff. Um, so, yeah, so Jerry, 
I, I think Jerry needs Dak more than he needs Zeke. And I think Zeke needs Jerry more. Because I think a lot of other teams are... I don't even know. But I, I don't... I'd like to think that it's going to turn out the same way for Zeke that it did for Bell. In that he will go someplace that he's... that, that And he gets that deal. But I also know a lot of teams are not quite as willing to put up with as much stuff. Although you look, Kareem, Kareem Hunt is still in the league. So, you know, it happened before. It's how it can happen again. Dak at least tries a little, flies a little more straight and narrow. Um, but I think quarterback is the one position where Jerry can go, nope, I'll find another one. And I think that's a little bit dangerous for, for both of them. For both of them. Uh, oh, by the way, Daniel Jones doesn't look half bad. I'm not putting him in Canton. I'm not saying he deserves the job, but all right, all right, not so bad. Not too bad. But we'll get into more of that next time. So thank you for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Remember, if you want to be a part of the Everyman Sports uh, Podcast Football fa- Fantasy Football League, please contact, contact us, 626-427-7678. Or if you just want to call, call 626-427-7678. And you can contact us at Everyman Sports on Twitter or email us everymansports at gmail.com. Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, Visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.